Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Take Care and Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen V., and you are listening to this Tuesday's Take. Well, welcome back, everyone. We know that there is plenty to do, and I am so glad you took some time to connect with me today. So we're going to talk about the all-important, all-glamorous, all-exciting to-do list. Oh, one of my faves. Okay, really, if not one of my faves, I do like them, but I want us to talk about some of the hidden gems that are actually within a to-do list. But first, let me give a shout out to Mary Mitchell, who was a colleague of mine, who actually inspired this episode. Uh, She heard me talk about a momentum list in a prior episode. And because of her inquiry, I decided to do an episode that goes a little bit deeper into what a momentum list is. So thank you, Mary. Let's dig in. So we all know life can get pretty busy. There are conflicting priorities all around us. And so some of the best and one of the best ways to get a handle on what needs to get done is to write them down. Right. The art of making lists. Right. They help keep us on track. They give us a sense of accomplishment once we've checked it off. Um, I'm no stranger to to do lists. I happen to like them. Um, I rely on them because oftentimes in my case, um, A lot of different things are running in my mind as priorities, and I need to write them down to stay grounded and to have a sense of what direction I need to head. And it helps me set my priorities, right, and and recognize what needs to matter for that day and even for the course of the week. Um, But if you are someone, and particularly if you're someone who doesn't think sequentially, Putting it on paper helps you get a sense of, okay, what does really matter right now? And so I think to-do lists can be a great benefit for all of us. Uh, For me, they give me the, the space to articulate my thinking. They also help me to come face to face um, with the reality of the time, right? So I can have an idea of what could be done or what I'd like to do for the day, but what I'd like to do today may not necessarily line up with with what has to be done. And so writing it down uh, helps me come face to face with reality, right? Now, here's the thing about to-do lists. To-do lists can also be deceptively devaluing of your time and energy if they are only grounded in what you should do or need to do but are missing the things you also care about, right? Now, that that sounds like, shouldn't you care about everything you're writing down? Yes, you should. But you should also know that you don't live a dichotomized life, right? And that there are some things that are work-related, that are family-related, that are actually just about you, that you need to write down, that need to be done over the course of a given day, um, because you're a fully integrated person. And so that's where the momentum list comes in. Uh, I started doing a momentum list um, 
out of trying to identify what is it out of everything that I've written down, what from this list do I need to do first, right? Or at least earlier on in the day that will give me the energy and help create momentum for me to do all the other things on my list that are also equally important. And so that's how the momentum list came to existence for me. I'm not this guru with time management and with lists here and lists there. Um, I like order and structure. So there are times I have to bucket things in categories. But a lot of the times I'm writing down what needs to get done um, and I am checking them off because I'm, I'm goal oriented. I'm action oriented and I like to see that accomplishment. What I found over time is. Uh, just checking things off the list of getting it done, but not really caring for specific things I know that could actually be what you can even describe as like kind of anchor activities. The things that once you get them done, they give you the fuel and the momentum and the energy. They clear your your mind uh, and your energy to look at the other things with a clearer head and to have even a deeper level of investment in those things. If you don't look at your list in that way, you'll find yourself getting sucked into the vortex of everything on the list uh, without having to prioritize what on that list was most significant for you that could have been fuel to focus on the other elements of the list. And I'll give you an example of that in a moment. So so that's where that, that surfaced for me. I found that I was creating these to-do lists, getting things done, but then towards the end of the day, there were still some key things that for me I valued that I wanted to get done for the day that actually got hijacked by other elements on the list. And so I had to decide, hey, wait a minute, how can I shift this? If I were to spend more time on this activity or do that activity first, would that help free me up emotionally uh, and allow me to be less anxious internally so I can give more to the other things that also uh, required um, my time and I needed to make a priority? So this is a strategy I'm going to give to you for for identifying um, your momentum list, which is essentially hidden within your to do list. Right. Um, So first, I would say, one, make your list. Right. And then ask yourself what on this list will help give me the motivation um, and help me establish the focus that I'll need on the other areas that are also important for me to accomplish today. Right. Um, that that item that you identified as being a momentum item for you that makes the cut as being on that momentum list, it should have an emotional connection for you. Um, it should serve almost and also as an irritant of some kind that you like. If I don't get this done, I'm going to be frustrated, you know, for a good chunk of the day. So I need to create time to get this accomplished. Right. Um It may be something that you've been avoiding, um, but you know that if you do it, it's going to help shift your perspective about the other things on your list that goes on your momentum list. Right. So elements of the momentum list, elements and items on the momentum list are those things which help provide fuel for you to tackle the other things that need to get done because um, you've freed yourself uh, and, and from the the cognitive energy it was taking from you not having taken any action on it, or it could have also been um, something that was irritating you 
that you knew was critical to take action on because it would shift your perspective, uh, even if you didn't necessarily like it, but you knew doing it would help create a different force of energy uh, and excitement and even enthusiasm about other things that needed to get accomplished that day. Right. So these things are things that, you know, that if you spend time doing, you're likely to um, raise your level of energy and your enthusiasm on the other elements of your work. Um, your momentum list sh- should not be. So if you have an item, a list of 20 things, first of all, that's a lot. I'm not saying you don't experience that, but that's a lot. Um, but you shouldn't have then 10 things that are momentum items, right? That you don't have 10 momentum items on that list. Uh, you should really say, okay, of these 10 items I have listed, what are the two to three things uh, from this list that if I tackle them, Early on in the day, they will help create for me the momentum, give me the cognitive space, give me the emotional space um, that will be valuable for me to exert on the other um, eight or seven items that need to get completed. So after I after I have identified those few items, I then look at my calendar and I block off time for me to focus on those Typically for me, it's about two items um, that I know I need to do. Uh, Sometimes it could be simply as I need to go outside and get 30 minutes of sunlight before four o'clock, particularly in the wintertime when the sun goes down earlier. Um, Another time it may be um, just pausing and reading a few chapters from a book that I know is actually informing the work I'm doing, but I can get caught up in the rat race of getting other things done on my to-do list that I haven't spent time on that text. Um, But I know if I did that earlier on, I would feel cognitively more energized to tackle the other elements on the list, right? So those are are an example of, of, of for me, that could be uh, elements on my momentum list. You'll need to decide for you after you've written everything down, what are the two or three things that you would need to do or need to think about um, that would add the fuel for you and energize you to get the rest of the things on your list done. Okay. Now I'm going to give you another example of a to-do list that I actually had. And I want you to see if you can identify which of them were part, became part of my momentum, my momentum list. All right. All right. Here's your pop quiz. The first thing on my list was update three assets based on feedback from team members. Two, draft outline for podcast. Three, conduct research on styles and approaches of creating cascading messages. Four, draft a sample cascading message and submit to the team for feedback. Five, take a five minute break, get some sun, come back inside. Now, which of these five things do you think were a part of my momentum list? Well, if you guessed draft the outline for the podcast, you're correct. That was one of them. While it was something that wasn't directly connected to some of the other income bearing aspects of my work that I do, I knew that getting the outline out at least 
free me up emotionally and cognitively and give me enthusiasm about the other elements of my work. We all have something that we value that we know if we spend a little bit of time doing, it helps to fuel other elements of our life. For some of us, it might be working out. For others, it might very well be spending a little bit of time in the middle of the day to read, right? Um, it, everybody has a little something that they do. The challenge is, is we forsake those items because we think they're not important when in fact they actually help to fuel the other elements of, of who we are because we want to live a fully integrated life, right? Without compromising the quality of our work and the commitment to our work in other areas. And some of the things don't take as much time as we, as, as we um, think they do. But when we're tired and we wait to do them last, well, then it takes us longer because we're already exhausted. And a lot of our great cognitive energy has been expended just trying to check things off to get things done. Right. So that you guessed the first one. If you guessed the first one was draft the outline of the podcast. You're right. So what do you think was the second? The second one was actually conducting research on styles of, and approaches for cascading messages. For me, that was um, a momentum item for me that was directly work related. Um, and it sparked for me a level of creativity and curiosity about ways uh, to communicate cascading messages in which context, how different organizations do it, all of those things really intrigued me, which I knew if I spent time on doing that earlier in the day, it would definitely impact the quality of the sample cascading messages I created. But because I also knew that it was research oriented and would take some time, it had me thinking um, smarter, a lot smarter about how I would use the rest of the time over the course of the day to get the other items on my list. Now, I just shared five items with you. Um, the other six, seven items I had on that list uh, were all work related um, and connected to other things that were priorities for work. But I recognized as I went through my list that those were the two elements, the, the podcast, which, you know, I value and um, I like to produce the content. For me, it was weighing cognitively heavily on my brain. It's something I needed to get out so I can create space. And then the research, because it intrigued me and because I knew that it would take a particular amount of time over the course of the day, I wanted to spend time on that as a priority as my day, but it also would help to um, reorient how I used the rest of my time for the day with all the other items. So that's a little bit of the secret behind creating uh, the momentum list. So my advice to you, if you're looking to help establish some momentum in how you're using your day when it comes to your to-do list, again, I encourage you to think about what's most pressing on your mind that you know that once you complete it, it will free you up emotionally and cognitively to give you a best in other areas of priority that need to be handled for the day. Use those items that you identified as part of your momentum list. Put an M by them, highlight them, whatever worked for you, but make them a priority and see them as a part of 
uh, your fully integrated self, right? Um, you don't actually live three different lives. You live one life. Maybe you have three or four different components, whether you're a mom or dad, husband, uh, boss, or employee, um, adult parent caring for an elderly parent. Um, you're someone who is fully integrated. But within your list of things to do, um, one of the ways to help manage the stress level is for you to identify the things on that list that will actually help propel you forward uh, into the day with a lot more enthusiasm. And so identifying those few items that are on your mental list are important. And again, there's no perfect list, right? Um, no to-do list is perfect. Sometimes we write things down. We do a to-do list. It's a, it's a data dump sometimes, which is helpful. It clears the air in your brain, helps you figure out what's most important to focus on, right? And, and, and likewise, no momentum list is, in, is um, perfect, right? There's nothing perfect about anything that we do. Um, we can just do our best, but you can um, use your senses and use your insight about what it is that helps to uh, stir your energy and excitement and enthusiasm for the day based on what you've identified as in as um, critical things you want to get done and do it to the best of your ability. Um, even if I use that example with of the podcast or doing the research around cascading messages. I couldn't get all of that done, right? Um, fully the way I wanted to, but I was able to flush out enough and get invested in enough of each so that I had uh, a strong foundation. So when I came back to it, I wasn't plugging into that area later in the day, um, having already depleted a whole lot of energy, but not have given the space to let creativity um, and a strong level of focus in those two areas where I already had a lot of spark of excitement and felt a need to um, exert some time so that I can then be freed up to do other things well. If I hadn't give them, given them at least a good or reasonable chunk of time um, to say, okay, I did enough of it that I'm hungry enough to come back to it and still be excited before the day is over to finish it. That's the key around the momentum list. So whatever it is that's on your momentum list, it really should be something that, you know, you can spend some time on to get at least enough done so that when you came back to it um, that day, you would be able to give the finishing touches it needed to then come off of your list so you can move on. Now, I also understand that some items uh, require a lot more time. And so you might find that uh, as part of your momentum list or part of your to-do list, there's a single item that may last a whole week that's a part of your momentum list because you're doing chunks of it, but a little of it each day uh, with an end date, right, for completion. But if you know doing a little bit of it each day um, at a particular point of the day would help to be fuel for you uh, and help build momentum about all the around all the other things that need to get completed, then feel free to think of it that way as well. Right. There's no hard and fast rule. Again, I, I'm, I, this is a um, it is part of a creative process 
even in the mundane things of your life, right? And so we all have things that are mundane, but there's creative ways in which we can utilize our time and actually things that we um, have a, an urge and a push to do, but sometimes struggle with making it a priority in fear that um, it's not as important as the others. Remember, you're living a fully integrated life. And so the more that you and I get comfortable with um, not just making a to-do list and checking off things that met the needs of others, but we're also tending to the things that we know uh, are meeting the needs that we see are essential um, and helping to um, create the drive and the energy um, and even the vision um, for other areas of our work uh, and our day um, that if we spent time doing it, um, everyone else and everything else would be better off. So that's it for now. Uh, if you have more questions about the Momentum List, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is S-T-E-P-H-E-N-V-P-E-T-E-R-S. That's Stephen V. Peters. That's where you can find me on Twitter. I hope this conversation and this little tip on identifying your momentum list embedded within your to-do list was helpful for you. Probably sounds a little boring, but I hope it created a moment for you to think about what on your list excites you that can create momentum for all the other things that you need to do over the course of the day. So I want you to do what I encourage you to do all the time, and that is to take care and live. We'll talk some more soon. Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. I'm excited you spent the time with me today, and I'm going to ask you to do me this favor. Write us a review. Let us know just how much you enjoyed the show. And if you enjoyed the show so much that you think it's worth sharing with a friend, go ahead and do that too. We would love to hear just how much this show has impacted you and the friends you shared it with. And remember to do this one thing and do it well, and that's to take care and live. Thank you.